0: It was a little closer than we'd like, but the Celtics were able to pull out that win. Jason Tatum has leveled up. I'll tell you how. Marcus Smart is seeing things I can't believe that he's seeing, and he's just going nuts with his uh, passing. And the Celtics defense, it's actually showing signs of progress. I got the numbers to back it up right now on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown J team, step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG, KG with the B. B. Corral us above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dappin' up the truth on the sideline. Rain and J's, how we started, raising banners, how we finished, Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey, welcome back to the Locked Celtics podcast. Right here in the Lockdown Podcast Network, where does your team every day? And I am here for you every day with a free, fresh podcast that drops directly to your device if you're subscribed. So make sure you are subscribed wherever you love to get your podcast. It's also on YouTube. You can subscribe there. I'd love it when you make this show your first listen every day. I'm John Corrales, former professional basketball player, now covering the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal and... I wrote the book, The Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars. Today, Celtics, 109-106 winners over the Memphis Grizzlies. And today's show is brought to you by Sweat Block. If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try Sweat Block. Save 20% with the promo code locked On at sweatblock.com. It's also available on Amazon. Celtics getting a three-point win, which should have probably been more like a 10- or 11-point win That's kind of where this game was most of the way, at least after Jason Tatum went supernova in the second quarter. But John Morantz is awesome, and the Celtics have this tendency to fall asleep when things are going great. They They let go of the rope. But I'll talk about that defense that stepped up when it needed to. It did, and I got the numbers to back it up. Like I said, I wrote it on Boston Sports Journal. That's coming up later, third segment. Second segment's about Marcus Smart. And that passing, which has been unbelievable over the past couple of games. He has been playing about as perfectly as you could play uh, in this role for the Celtics. And I talked some of that about that yesterday, but it's he came out with another, I mean, brilliant performance. That's in the second segment right now, though. Jason Tatum leveling up 39 points, 12 of 25 shooting, 12 of 16 from the line. Wow, right? Only three of 11 from three. To see a, a Jason Tatum night where he's he's dropping close to 40, almost 40, on a three of 11 night shooting, that's not something you typically see from Jason Tatum. Typically, his nights are, uh, his big scoring nights include pretty good shooting from three. But now we're starting to see Tatum able to fill it up when he's not hitting his three pointers. And if you look at his shot chart, it's mostly at the rim. He has almost no mid-range shots in in his shot chart, and it's all at the rim or at the three-point line. The 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 shot profile has gotten just pretty ideal. This was a pretty ideal shot profile. The the three of eleven from three means he was nine of uh nine of uh what is it the uh, fourteen from two. And I think only one of those was a mid-range shot. So everything in the paint, in the restricted area, and that just gets you to the foul line. He doesn't have to grift, he doesn't have to James Harden his way to the free throws, he doesn't have to Trey Young his way to free throws. He has figured out I'm this big huge guy with big wide shoulders and I'm like the tallest person on the floor sometimes so let's let's just rock let's just get right down to the right down the middle and get to that rim and no he didn't get every call he might have been able to get a couple more calls but 16 free throws is just an amazing number for him to get to this point it is a true level up for Jason Tatum this. And it's only 10 games and you know, we're going to, we're going to start having MVP chatter and all of that stuff because people love MVP talk. And this is MVP level play. This is the type of play that if he maintains this really, we shouldn't talk about who, who is leading an MVP race until the second, you know, at least January. Right. Because Last year, things changed at the last minute. It, it this, The last couple months of the season have a huge impact. But if this is how Jason Tatum is just going to play all season long, and I'm not saying scoring 39 points a game, but if he's going to get to the line at, at this kind of increased rate, if he's going to be attacking the way he's been attacking, and if he can put up these numbers, the three-point shooting will come around. The other stuff, though, is the recipe for... Getting into that MVP conversation, see Tatum on that MVP ladder. All, you'll see him there all season long. And this is what the Celtics need. This is what a champion needs. We've got Jalen Brown. I'll talk about Jalen Brown later. Did not have a good game, but had a good stretch and still finished with 21 points. That's you know a, a, a not, not a positive night for him, but could have been much worse and they they wouldn't have won this game without Jalen Brown's fourth quarter contribution. He is going to be an all-star level player for this team. And at seven and three, and just a couple of games off the lead right now in the East, with obviously 72 games to go. Standings don't really matter right now, but the Celtics are still in the thick of things. They're still at the top. They they aren't starting slow. They've won three games in a row now. This is the type of spot where you get. A first-team All NBA guy, MVP candidate. You get potential third-team All NBA guy and an All-Star. That that's where this is is heading. Tatum is playing at an MVP type of level. You put a lot of pressure on the other team by attacking the way the way he has. You put a lot of pressure on this other on the other defense to make the right reads and the right play. And, you know, Tatum only had two assists, probably because Smart had 12 of them. But this is where you start setting up your your teammates. And it's not even just the assists. It's the gravity. It's how much space you create. It's space that you create without even having to touch the ball. That's where Tatum is high level, elite level. This type of game Against uh against the Grizzlies, who admittedly not a good defensive team this is this was two teams with high powered offenses and not great defenses overall. and without Steven Adams, there was a, a red carpet to the rim and Tatum took advantage of it. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. It's exactly what you're supposed to do. So this is Tatum going to have uh, uh, an MVP season? He's on his way. He is on his way towards winning potentially the, the, the most coveted individual award. And oh, by the way, he's having a hell of a defensive season so far, another two block shots in this one. So he's, he's defending the rim. The Celtics are actually kind of taking advantage of his size to kind of be the helper a Robert Williams esque type of roamer, sometimes like that is that is big for him. So not only is he averaging 30 plus points a game, and not only is Tatum scoring 39 points without benefit of a ton of three pointers, he's doing it on both ends. He's rebounding, he's defending, he's defending well, he's becoming a deterrent. You have to worry about him. He's, he's he's turning a little bit into Giannis. He's he's doing a pretty decent Giannis impression without like the big Euro steps and without like the freakishly long legs that, that Giannis has, but they're kind of built proportionally. They're built similarly. They're they're kind of obviously Giannis is is a different style of game, but he's doing a pretty a pretty decent Giannis impression so far this season. Giannis is an MVP. So Marcus Smart and the rest of the guys, I'll talk about the rest of the guys as well. But Marcus Smart was just awesome. Awesome. And I'm going to talk about that next. First, we got to talk about sweat block. And the beauty of sweat block is that it's your little secret to confidence i've been in situations where sometimes you're talking in front of a crowd and if you've ever been in a situation i'm certainly comfortable but sometimes your body just starts to kind of turn on you and i know i can use sweat block in the problem areas to make sure that i'm not standing in front of a crowd of people with wet patches on my shirt you have these little wipes And they work for up to seven days per use. So if I know I've got something coming up, I can just put them on, use them, and that's it. No more embarrassing sweat, no odor, no nothing. Uh, There are tons of positive customer reviews. You can find these on Amazon. And if you are like me and many, many other people who have had this experience, you can eliminate the embarrassing sweat by trying SweatBlock. You can save 20% with the promo code LOCKEDON at sweatblock.com. Sweatblock.com is also available on Amazon. I really do recommend these. Thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Now, when you're done with this podcast, after you listen to the whole thing all the way through, check out Locked On Sports today. Games that matter, the biggest stories in all of sports. Get caught up in just about 20 minutes. This way you can have some fun around the water cooler and you'll know what you're talking about. Be on the scoreboard, behind the scenes, and it's the local experts with insights only locked on can provide. Lockdown Sports Today, wherever you got this podcast. Marcus Smart, the next big story. Two reasons why the Celtics, if you watch my YouTube short, two reasons why the Celtics won this game. Jason Tatum, I've already talked about. Marcus Smart, unbelievable unbelievable he was feeling it from the beginning he threw an alley-oop to jason tatum it felt like it was from his hip he threw unbelievable passes he threw a bounce pass to tatum like he was making his move jason uh, uh smart was making his move and he turned and it's almost like it was like a dribble and it wasn't a push bounce pass he made this like it almost was like he stopped and just Dropped it in the same spot, and it came up in almost the same spot. But he saw Tatum coming down the middle, and Tatum just got it and took off with it and and finished the play. Smart is passing like a fiend. He is seeing things out there. He had one play where he drove, and I don't know how he saw Jalen Brown coming from the top left. If I'm if I'm smart and I'm driving from the right side kind of down the middle, he has to be his peripheral vision has to be amazing. He's just got to be kind of you have to recognize, you have to see where your you have to know where your players are, you have to know where the defenders are, you have to know, you have to trust your players that hey, if I'm doing this and I see this guy doing this, I know Jalen Brown better be cutting down the middle. And Jalen Brown was cutting down the middle. Boom, gets the pass. Double, double pump, dunk. It's unbelievable. The way Smart is playing right now, these last two games, bottle bottle it up, save it, crack it open in the playoffs just whatever he's doing. the same breakfast, have the same lunch, do the take the same nap, listen to the same songs. In your, in your earbuds before when you're warming up, duplicate that same thing. Whatever is getting you into this mind frame, Marcus Smart, keep doing it because this is absolutely perfect basketball for Marcus Smart. This is exactly what the Celtics need. And yeah, 12 assists, is that asking too much? 11 assists, sure, there are going to be nights where it's going to be 6 or 7 or 8, but the types of passes that he's making – the types of plays that he's making are phenomenal and judicious with his shots. Six of 11, two of six from three. Not bad at all. He missed a couple of free throws in the fourth quarter. That was bad. Uh, but, I mean, hey, everybody's going to miss free throws. At some time, you don't, want, you don't want it to happen, but it does. But overall, 15 points, 12 assists, seven rebounds on top of that. Just two turnovers and, and obviously great defense, the charge he took on John Morant late in the fourth quarter, defensive brilliance, the way he anticipated that crossover, the way he was right there, beautiful, just beautiful stuff, Marcus Smart, the way he's played these last two games, just, just give it to me every day, hook it up, put it in my veins that's that's exactly what the celtics need from him other guys al Warford quietly had a 15 point night on 6 of 7 shooting and a perfect 3 of 3 from 3 I, I was looking through the box score at the end of the game doing my game story for for boston sports journal and i was like wait a second this just kind of flew under the radar 15 points 6 rebounds a couple of assists a steal no turnovers it was, a, it was amazing And he played 32 and a half minutes. Maybe, maybe a couple of ticks too much, but eh, well, that was okay. That's, that's okay. That that's about the max for him. Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown did not have a good game. He did not have a good game, but in the first three quarters, Jalen Brown, six of 17, five turnovers through the first three quarters. Six of 17, one of six from three, one assist, six rebounds, minus 10 through the first three quarters. Fourth quarter, Jalen Brown, two of three, three of four from the line, three rebounds, an assist, a steal, couple of turnovers. You still don't want two turnovers per quarter because that's a lot, but those came later. The And then he was a plus, uh, plus four in the quarter. Seven points in the quarter. He had 20 overall. Seven of them came in that fourth quarter. Perfectly timed because he had a stretch. The cell John Morant is awesome. What can you say about John Morant? Ja is just you give him a sliver of daylight, and that's he's gone. It it's it's like you 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 fill something. If you want to see if there's a crack anywhere, you fill it with water and Water will always find the crack. That's what Ja Morant is. He's just, he'll find any crack in your defense, and he will just slide right through it and, and get to the rim. So Ja in the third quarter was a god. He's MVP level in the third quarter. That's Ja. He's he's going to be an MVP candidate. Fourth quarter, though, Jalen Brown comes in and and finally starts attacking. He, he wasn't able to get his three-pointer going but he starts attacking. He has a layup. And then he has a... Um, let me get this fourth quarter play-by-play play here. The Just to re- refresh my memory, because Ja gives them the lead. And Jalen Brown has a layup, gets fouled, uh, gets both free throws, ties the game up, has a steal where he sneaks up on John Conchar, where they get the um, the clear path foul. That was going to be a Jalen Brown dunk. So they get two free throws out of that. Then later on, Jalen Brown, another layup. Then later on, Jalen Brown gets the steal and the kick ahead to Tatum for a dunk. There's a stretch there in the fourth quarter where the Celtics break this game open. It goes from 85-84 to 105 94 Celtics, so a huge swing. Where the Celtics, what's that? 20 21 to nine run in the fourth quarter. 21 to nine run, and that is fueled almost entirely by Jalen Brown. I honestly impressed that Jalen was able to pull that off because he was not playing well he had you know a couple of turnovers were were kind of silly he put his head down too much and drove and got himself into trouble some of those drives look very much like they did against the you know warriors in the finals he's forcing it a little too much and i don't know why i don't know why but he he figured it out long enough to be the catalyst for the Celtics winning this game They don't win this game without Jalen doing what he did in the fourth quarter. They needed somebody to step up, and he did. So, in the past, I feel like Jalen would have just let the whole game float by. He would have just... He gets in his own head, and he has he has these games sometimes, and he would have just been lost the whole game. And he just hope that the next game he can bounce back. For him to have that stretch shows how good he's become, and... That he's able to at least start to snap out of these funks, and he did it at the right time. So, you know, I'm I'm impressed that he was able to kind of pull out of that. A couple of other guys, uh, Grant Williams. What the hell is up with Grant Williams not shooting at all? That's one of the things I can't wait when I go to rewatch this game uh, later on Tuesday, just to see. W- What do you mean no shots? How do you get no shots? Now, a couple of them, it seemed like he was teeing them up and he traveled, but, and you know, good for him for making the two free throws to ice the game at the end. Finally, like after Tatum missed two free throws and Marcus missed two free throws. That was, you know, good, good that he was able to hit those, but also no shots. You gotta be better than no shots. So I got to I got to look at that because that that just is weird. Noah Vonleh is either helpful or unplayable. There's no there's no two ways about it. It's either uh, he he comes in and he's good and you say okay great I, I can see why he, he is earned some trust or he plays like he played in this game and is is basically unplayable. So Donna, once Luke Cornett is back, I think Luke gets gets the minutes again, and it it took a while. It took a while for it to kind of go the way I thought it would. And I I felt like I had to eat some crow in the middle of it. But, yeah, this is the Noah Vonley we all kind of expected. Malcolm Brogdon, not a great night overall shooting-wise. But there was a stretch in that second. First of all, second quarter, he was – it was Tatum's quarter, but it was Brogdon who started the whole thing. So, uh, not a great overall night. But, you know, hey, he did other things. He he got in there and and rebounded. He had 10 rebounds in the game and four assists. And he only finished with eight points, but you know, tough shooting night. But he did other things. So I thought he was he was pretty good. And uh that's basically it. Derek White, eh, Sam Hauser, eh, hit a shot and uh hit a couple of free throws. That's it. Uh shout out to Dylan Brooks for being maybe one of the best Celtics players uh on the floor, uh, even though he plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. He was terrible and the Celtics. Took every bit of that terribleness and used it to their advantage. He's in a funk. Celtics, they like the funk. All right, up next, the defense. It's 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 getting better. It's getting better, and you saw that in this game, and the numbers bear it out. We'll talk about that coming up. But first, Bet Online is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. All of the stats, all of the news, all of the analysis, all at BetOnline.net. No matter what you want—basketball, football, uh, esports, soccer—it's everywhere. Every sport you can think of is at BetOnline.net, and you can find all the latest odds and the trends for for uh, what you're looking for. If you love podcasts, why not? You can find some of those as well at BetOnline. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. So head on over to the website. You can use your mobile device if you'd like to learn more. Bet online is where the game starts. Please, Campbell, responsibly. The Celtics' defense is, is slowly marching in the right direction. Not where it needs to be at all. But they gave up 106 points to the Memphis Grizzlies, which in today's NBA, the way things are going right now, the way the ball is being scored in today's NBA this season... 106, that's good. That's good. Uh, It's their third lowest total points allowed this season. And aside from the Cavaliers, this is the best offense that they've seen all season. Uh, Under the current rankings, Memphis and Cleveland are tied in uh, offensive rating with just under 115. 115 points per 100 possessions. The uh, They held the Miami Heat to fewer points, the Washington Wizards to fewer points, but those are currently in the bottom the bottom 10 in the league, so those aren't offices, offenses that are working very well right now, and so this was a good offense, and the Celtics still held it to 106, which is good. Now, some of that is John Morant wasn't on the floor in the two quarters that they held the Grizzlies to 20 and 21 points. That was great. twenty one points in the fourth quarter, 20 points in the second quarter. It just happens to be the majority of the time where John Morant is sitting. when John Morant is off the floor, you don't have your best player on the floor. Yeah, that makes sense. but look, the Celtics have given up uh only they've they've only held teams to less than twenty five points per quarter nine times. This is ten games, so that's 40 quarters. And only nine times have the Celtics held an opponent to less than 25 points per quarter. Now, when I, I use that less than 25 points, because if you hold a team to less than 25 points in each quarter, you're holding them to under 100. So 25 is the baseline. If you can hold a team under 100, you're almost always going to win that game. And so the Celtics in in 40 quarters, only nine. But. The last five games, six of those. So three in the first five games, they've doubled that number in the last five games. So that's good. The defensive rating, 117. So they've given up uh, over the first five games, 117 points per 100 possessions. They were giving up over the last five games in this stretch, 109.4. Not good, but not 117 you're just about 8 points you've shaved just about 8 points off of that and you're playing good teams the last 5 games include the cavaliers it includes the the grizzlies you're playing teams with high powered offenses so that's that's a good sign the celtics are starting to trend in the right way and you saw that defense in the fourth quarter even after now i'm i'm not talking about that last stretch where the Celtics certainly kind of gave up. John Morant was trying to take over and that's where Smart took that charge and that's you know you had you had Tatum playing good defense on him and you had a lot you have a lot you had a lot of stops that led to that Celtics deficit going up into elite. That that 21 to 9 run, 21 is the Celtics offense being great. 9 points in over most of the quarter was great defense. That was really good defense. They started rebounding well. That was really, really good. The Celtics, and and, and this is Joe Mazula as analogy man over here. I gotta give a shout out to Joe Mazula. Marcus Smart after the game talked about Joe's message, and he says Joe is always Joe always talks about building the sandcastle. Every day, we got to come in and build our sandcastle, and it starts on the defensive end. I love that analogy. I love the way he put that. Every day, you got to come in and build the sandcastle because you know you build a sandcastle. You put a lot of time and effort into it, and you can make it look great. And by the end of the day, it's gone. The water's come up. It's washed it away. The next day, you got to build another sandcastle. Whatever you did with that sandcastle yesterday, it's done. It doesn't. Matter today, you got to build a new sandcastle. You got to make sure that it's just as beautiful and just as sturdy, and you put in just as much work to do it. That's a great analogy. I mean, analogy man approves of that. The Celtics building that sandcastle on the defensive end every day, you got to come in and put in that work. Robert Williams, as we talked about in yesterday's show, is going to come back and fix a lot of those problems, but. I don't want it to be the Celtics waiting for him to come fix things. He'll fix things just naturally, but I want them to get to this place where they are doing things well enough that he comes in and enhances how good they are rather than just fixing every problem, right? There are going to be things that are going to go wrong that have gone wrong that he will actually be fixing, but, I want him to be enhancing the defense as much as possible. Celtics, defense, the numbers I just gave you, starting to get better. The offense is already off the charts. 118 points per 100 possessions. It's the best in the league. The defense is going to get there. It's starting to trend that way. And it's encouraging. It's very, very encouraging. Still not where it needs to be for sure and still has too many lapses and too many times where they give up the, you know, runs and they they still have not been great at closing things out. But progress is progress. And when you can have all of this stuff that they need to work on and fix, but still be seven and three and a couple of games out of first through 10 games, we're that's that's pretty damn good. That's pretty damn good. When you come in and you're missing your one of your your maybe your most important defensive player, and some may argue your best defensive player. Missing him and doing enough to get by and piling up these wins, three wins in a row, seven and three. To do all of that while you're still figuring out this defense? That's pretty damn good as far as I'm concerned. You've only lost one bad game, and the two other losses are to the 8-2 and two Cavaliers, and they those games couldn't be settled in regulation. They had to go to overtime. They had chances, which makes you feel good about the next time. There will be a next time. There will also be a next time for this podcast, and I hope you listen to it, And you can guarantee that you will listen to it by subscribing to the podcast. That's how subscribing works. Wherever you get your podcast, however you like to listen, Apple, Spotify, Google, some other apps, whatever it is, Lockdown Celtics exists. So if this is your first time, welcome. I'm glad you're here. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you're a regular listener or a watcher, show is on YouTube. Feel free to watch the show. You can see my new backdrops and my t-shirts and all that stuff and see all my wild gesturing because I'm a Greek that talks with my hands. You can do all of that on YouTube. And if you're a regular subscriber and watcher and listener, I would love it. If you shared the podcast and told your friends and everybody that they should be listening to and watching the lockdown self podcast. It's right here on the lockdown podcast network, your team every day.